Welcome to the Creating Her podcast. We're your hosts, Taylor and Isabel, and we're diving deep into cultivating the next level version of you. This is for the girl with big ambitions who is ready to take action to develop a healthy lifestyle, unstoppable mindset, and unapologetic confidence. Join us as we explore all things health, wellness, mindset, and creating your highest level self. Okay, hello everybody and welcome back to episode, I think this is number 12 of the podcast. Um, How are you, Taylor? Really great. Um, Very, very busy, but... Yes, so busy. It's just that period, I think. Like, oh, We're both in like peak uni periods right now and for anybody who studies or goes to uni, you would know that it's a lot and I feel like our brains are just very <laughs> overloaded. I'd, I'd honestly be lying if I said I wasn't about to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes... <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> there's so many days that I'm finishing at the moment and I actually just like can barely keep my eyes open. I like, know, because like there's just so much to think about. Honestly, and like, oh, it's just just a lot, just a lot. It's a lot. But um, we have a very, very exciting episode today, guys, um, with another podcast guest. Yeah, this guest, honestly, like, we are so excited to have this guest on. I think she's genuinely so freaking insightful. And we're recording the intro after we've already recorded the episode. So we have insight into all of the episode. And it was genuinely so awesome. And I think you guys are going to really, really enjoy it. So our guest mm-hmm. is, her name is Isabel Prestia. And she's the host of the Start Somewhere podcast. And I feel like that name even in itself, like Start Somewhere, she's just, um, I don't know, such like a, a calming person, Taylor said. Yeah, she just like, I left talking to her feeling very, very relaxed. Like I feel like mm. I'm in a very relaxed state right now. So. And that, I feel like that means she has like really good energy, which I love. I love that yeah, so much. No, definitely. Um, But we thought we'd just quickly jump in to do our recommendations and our Creating Hers of the Week because I feel like... The intro is like one of my favorite parts of this podcast. We were talking earlier and we were like, we feel like the intros, we're just in such a flow with like Yeah, we're just everything. in such a flow, like we love it. Mm-hmm. So let's get started with the recommendations. Um, You can go for, I feel like you always go first, but I you think can I go do. first. Yeah, you just want more time to think of yours. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so my recommendation for this week is getting morning sunlight because it's got so many good benefits for you and it actually just makes me feel like amazing. So daylight savings ended yep. on Sunday and I am absolutely in love. Like <laughs> I am obsessed. I thought you were going to say the opposite. No. Okay. So I feel like I have a very controversial opinion on this because everyone seems love to say that daylight like, savings. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Oh, I love having the late nights. But like for me, as a morning person, the fact that it was only getting light at like 7.30 was really starting okay, to bother me. yes, 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 yes. Can't yeah. agree with that. Yeah. So um, the fact that it's getting lighter earlier is incredible. And it also just makes the nights a little bit more cozy, I reckon. Like Yeah, when it's dark at night. Yeah, I and I it. feel like I'm actually more creative when it's dark as well. So it's kind of ideal because it gives me a bit more time. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. Um, And morning sunlight is just incredible for so many reasons. Like if you Google the benefits, there's like a billion and one reasons. I swear. Yeah, Andrew Huberman is my go-to person for this. But okay. basically, main benefits, it um actually helps to it helps to reset your circadian rhythm. And yep. we've spoken about this in another podcast episode, but like basically getting that morning sunlight um it just helps to kind of wake you up for the day, set you up so that you actually get to sleep easier in the afternoon. Yeah, love that. So that's yeah, what's your recommendation? That's awesome. Um my recommendation for this week is setting timers on your social media apps. So I think a big thing that I've, and it's funny because I spoke about this in the podcast we recorded for Isabel's podcast, the Start Somewhere podcast, but 
I have just been realizing like, and I've always known this, but I think I've just been coming back to it of how damaging social media can be when you go on it for too long. Mm -hmm. And I'm also like a person that will just go on social media and scroll and end up in these kind of like massive amounts of time where I'm scrolling and like, oh shit. I didn't mean to do that yeah and it's so easy to do like you you, you're kind of scrolling and you know that like it's not good for you and you don't want to be scrolling but it's so easy to just like keep flicking through keep going exactly Mm -hmm. so I think that a good way to disrupt that kind of scrolling is to set a timer so if you go into settings on your phone I genuinely think that everybody should have this can I just like preface that also sometimes I do ignore the timers (laughs) so I'm not a perfect human no but just like the fact that it's there to actually give you that like visual reminder reminder. yes yeah it's like stopping a bad habit just with like a small cue exactly so if you go into your settings you can set limits um timer limits for any app and I highly recommend doing that for especially Instagram and TikTok because I feel like they're the two apps where you just get caught up scrolling 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 and you end up in kind of like a shitty headspace and a really interesting fact that I've learned from the neuroscience of self-love the book that I'm reading at the moment is that when you spend a lot of time on social media you lower your dopamine levels which is your happy hormone essentially to below baseline Mm -hmm. so you're actually coming I mean I don't know if anyone relates but I come off scrolling off social media and I genuinely feel so shitty and so down And it's actually because of this fact that like our dopamine levels are right, right down below where they're meant to be. And it's, it's actually scientific reason behind that. Mm, And it's really cool that we've both done these recommendations in the same episode because morning sunlight will naturally increase your dopamine levels, your baseline dopamine and social media is going to decrease it. So obviously it doesn't mean no social media, but just Mm like use your timer to be considerate about how much you're using it. Exactly. And if you're waking up in the morning and you're going straight onto social media, that's probably a habit um, to also consider changing and maybe opting for some sunlight before you get into your scrolling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Love that. Um, my creating her goes kind of off this as well, which is cool. Um, so to create her this week, I've been being present more and enjoying the small moments and it's actually just That's brought cool. so much like happiness and peace, like so much more than I would have expected Yeah, okay. because sometimes I can look at things and be like, well, you know, I should be feeling this small bit of silence with like a podcast. Like I should be learning something oh, more. Me. Yeah. I'm like actually quite bad with that. Like I struggle to actually do anything for like 10 minutes without having some background noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this week I've really been focusing on just like actually giving myself that, you know, two minutes in line at the grocery shops to actually just like be exist there. and be and like yeah. whatever thoughts come to my mind come to my mind. And it's actually had so many benefits in terms of like my creativity, my happiness, just like my presence, like everything. It's actually really, really helped more so than listening to another podcast in those minutes would have. Yeah, I actually love that. And that's a big, I'm a big culprit of that as well. Listening to podcasts in like every spare second and mm. all that kind of stuff and feeling like you have to be doing something all of the time. And I think that the period of our lives where we're in right now where it is so hectic those small moments are like something to just value and be able to sit in the stillness so I love that um my creating her is like so different to that okay Um, I love it sometimes they're like they're like lead on from each other so nicely but I feel like this doesn't (laughs) (laughs) we've got like three together and then there's just the fourth it's like (laughs) it's just separate um adding more micronutrients into my meals Oh, I love that. Yeah, because I feel like it is so easy, especially on the days where I'm rushed. Not saying that I don't eat healthy, but it's so easy to just 
put something together. Let's just say it's like a can of tuna and some rice. Like that's just an example, right? Because I'll just like pull out the things because I'm like rushed for time. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're kind of missing this whole thing. And I've been listening to a lot of stuff on gut health recently. And like you need that different nutrients from all those plant foods as well. And you need all those micronutrients. And they're probably like equally as important as all the macros. Um, so I think that like just implementing the plant foods in mm. is is where I'm at. Yeah, definitely. Because even um on social media with the whole, I think there was a big period of like, um, if it fits your macros and it's basically yeah. just like all of these meals, like, like eat whatever you want if it fits your macros. Exactly. And it was just like the whole concept of like having the micronutrients, like having the good balance just like wasn't there because it was like, oh, as long as this fits within my macros, I can have yeah. whatever I want. But it's yeah. like, well, is that really going to be the healthiest thing for you? Like, And how is your not. body actually reacting internally and does it have the vitamins and minerals and nutrients it needs? Yeah. Um, but that's probably it for now because we do have a very exciting guest on. So we won't drag this intro out for too long. But we really hope you guys enjoy the episode. We'll just say now as well, um, for anybody listening who hasn't already rated our podcast five stars, it really, really helps us and it really supports our podcast. Um, if you like this episode, please also share it on your stories, all of that. Like it literally means so much more than you guys think. Like just one five star rating, one story share, like it genuinely helps us so, so much. And like obviously spreading the word of this podcast, which I, you know, we're just being able to inspire so many people and it's really awesome for us so if you would wouldn't mind doing that that'd be incredible amazing yeah but um without further ado we're gonna bring Isabel on and we hope you guys enjoy the episode okay so we are here with Isabel welcome to the creating her podcast thank you for having me I'm very excited to be here yeah we're so excited to have you on um could you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you what you do um everything that you're about oh okay I'll try and make this as short and sweet as possible so long story short I'm super multi-passionate I feel like I just need to say that for all the things I'm about to cover so I'm very much into spirituality health wellness mindset all the things I'm also a marketing and business coach my background is in media and marketing so I actually studied that at uni I did that for a couple years working as a social media manager quickly realizing this world is just not for me I always wanted to be a coach be more in mindset and have my own thing but I just you know imposter syndrome limiting beliefs, all the mindset stuff just was kind of keeping me stuck. And, you know, it wasn't until I really started to, I mean, we recorded a podcast on my show just a few moments ago and we covered a lot on these things. And it wasn't until I really started to take that messy aligned action and put myself out there and work through all those fears, I was then able to start sharing more of my life on Instagram. I've really started to build my personal brand, but while still working my nine to five job. So I really started to essentially build a side hustle for, you know, two, three, four years. And it wasn't until the end of 2021. So what almost a year and a bit ago now that I actually stepped out and started my business full time. And at the moment I do what I said before. So like business marketing mindset, and also a lot of manifestation coaching. So I help so many other women, very similar to yourself. And I'm sure the listeners and I help them how to create more abundance, attract more money, create their dream life, start a side hustle, a business, all the things. I feel like so many women in this space are realizing they just want more in their life. And I feel like we really are in a place where 
we're allowed to say we want more and then also we're allowed to go get more. And I'm just like such a big advocate of not holding yourself back, of working through those imposter syndromes, those limiting beliefs and all those things. And I guess the final thing as well in part of just my journey, like my personal development journey and who I am, meditation is like the biggest tool I've been using for like years and years. And it's so much of who I am as well. And so much of what I teach and I, when was it last year, around this time last year, I actually helped to co-create a wellness app and that's where I'm also a meditation teacher. So meditation is just like my favorite topic in the world to talk about, to teach, to, to share. And it's just such a big part of who I am. And it's really helped me create so much confidence to just go after all my dreams and fulfill all the things. So Long story short, that's what I do. (laughs) That's so awesome. I actually am obsessed with all of that. Yeah, I love that. I feel like there's like a hundred topics even just within that that we could dive into. Yeah, I literally was thinking, oh my God, I want to ask this question. I want to ask this question. Like I'm so interested. But I guess we'll start with like, you know, one of your biggest passions you said is meditation. I want to know how did you originally start incorporating meditation into your daily routine, I guess, and what are the benefits that you get from meditation? Okay. So the way I started meditation, I actually went to a course to learn how to do it. So the style of meditation I do, it's called transcendental meditation. And essentially it's where you meditate for 20 minutes and you're given this mantra. So there's no, you know, guided music or voice or anything like that. You just get given this mantra and, you know, as you have your eyes shut and you're focusing on your breath, you just repeat this mantra in your mind for essentially 20 minutes. And it's actually really interesting. The way I started to, you know, the way I found this course was actually through one of my very first jobs I got coming out of uni as a social media manager, the coolest place ever. And both the bosses, they had been doing meditation for years and years and they saw the benefits on their life. So they wanted all their employees to experience the same. And it was so cool because um, I'd always wanted to be, I'd always wanted to learn how to do meditation, but I'd never like stuck to it consistently. Like I'd done it once or twice, but like not consistently. So when I got this opportunity, it was like the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) It sounds like kind of lame, but loved it. And I went to, it was maybe just like a day and a half just to learn how to do it properly. And it was just so interesting as well. And I think this really aids to how passionate I am about meditation because the timing that it came into my life, it was about three days before I went through my first and like very horrible breakup with my ex-partner. And it was just such a very full on time for me. I had to move back home and it was just like all these logistical things. And it was just like a nightmare essentially. However, I just really believe that meditation came into my life just to enable me to like coast through that whole process in such a different way. And I feel like I handled that whole entire like yucky situation in such a different light than what I thought I would have. And that essentially was like the start of like my whole journey of sharing my life online, my personal brand, my wellness journey. Like this was like over six years ago now, give or take. And it just made me so much more self-aware and I've really, you know, fell more into journaling and healthy living and mindset work. And I then I found all the podcasts and, you know, I was downloading eBooks and like doing all the things. So meditation is more than just, you know, an amazing tool at, you know, helping with mental health and clarity and all the incredible benefits it has. But it's more like, it's very, I guess, personal to me. Like it's just helped me in like such a way. And it's just been, I just always say like meditation is like such a superpower and such a life hack, especially when you've been consistent with it, because, you know, it takes so, it takes time to like actually see the results. And, you know, for me to be consistent, like it's probably yeah, the longest thing I've been committed to in like so many years of my life. And 
yeah, I just, um, I adore it so much. And sorry, what was the second part of your question? I forgot it. <laughs> no, that's actually so good. I love how passionate you are about it. Um, and I think you've like, I think we asked what are the benefits, but I think you've covered that so well in terms of like yeah. how it actually fits into your everyday life. Um, I, I do want to know, like in terms of the, the actual specific benefits, like what do you find that it brings you? I love that. So, okay. So many things. Let me think like firstly, confidence. I feel like confidence is a big thing that I've really manifested as well, but I really believe meditation helps with that. And I think the reason that is, is because it brings so much self-awareness. And so you're able to, you know, really see who you are without the labels and the social media and this and that, and, you know, what your job is and what money you make and all these things. Like you're able just to see like, you know, getting a bit weary here, but like your soul, like who you truly are. And then you can really start to fall in love with that version of yourself and that, you know, self-love, a huge, huge thing as well. So self-love, self-awareness, confidence. So also discipline and motivation is honestly the probably one of the biggest things as well that meditation gives. And, you know, it can ripple into so many areas of your life. So whether that is in the gym, your health and fitness, you know, now where I'm at in my life running my business, I truly believe meditation just helps me just stay committed to my goals and just to see exactly what those steps are I need to take. So like that self-awareness piece and then also, you know, the confidence and also the self-love to then take the steps forward and make everything happen. So yeah, discipline is definitely huge as well. Yeah, I really love that because I think sometimes we can look at habits and things like that and think that or like even just things in our life and think that they don't need any effort anymore. But I think like you still do have to exert a certain amount of discipline to actually stay consistent with these things in your life. Yeah, 100%. And I think that something else our audience would be interested in is I know you're very much about manifestation. I've seen a lot of you teaching of manifestation on your Instagram and things like that. Can you run us through kind of your best tips for manifestation and your particular manifestation process? Mm, Yes. Okay. So I feel like I really perfected this over the years in terms of like, what is the best way? What is the fastest way? And like, what is the easiest way? Because like, we want things straight away. So, you know, first up is obviously declaring like, what is it you actually want? So being crystal clear. And I think that's such a fine line between maybe you are like super crystal clear, you know, all the specifics, all the nitty and gritties, or maybe you like have a general idea, but it's really broad and you think that you can't manifest because it's too broad. So I think just like owning whichever side you're at and like, if it is too broad, we most likely do want it to be a little bit more specific, but like it's not bad or wrong that it is too broad. You're most likely going to be able to like hone it down and refine it by taking this messy action. So getting clear, whether it's super crystal clear or like it's vaguely vaguely clear, just having some idea on like what the hell is you want to manifest. And then secondly, this is like something that I've honestly only started to like learn about and realize like how quickly it helps. Um, And it sounds like so funny. Well, I think it sounds so funny. And this is all about decluttering your life. And it can be things such as the photos on your phone, that bottom drawer at your desk, uh, your wardrobe, things in your car, like anything in your life that you can declutter. And the reason for this is because how can you call in more into your life if you have all this space around you? And it's kind of like, let's think energetically for a minute. If we want to call in something specific, we essentially need to make the space for it. And like, I'll use an example, say for example, you want to manifest a boyfriend, right? And like, it's so possible. I've definitely manifested guys before in my life and maybe just start to look at your life right now. Maybe you have, I don't know, people in your life that aren't necessarily serving you or you 
you still have your ex from somewhere or you got this old photo from this old fling and just these things that are still kind of, I don't know, baggage or holding onto your past, start to make the space, start to get rid of all the things that you can in order to call in this new person. And the same is in so many areas. Like if I'm, I mean, I'm always kind of manifesting new things throughout my day and I'm always, you know, being like, okay, can I delete old text threads, old photos? Can I clear out something in my car and on my desk or here or there? And I think when we can bring intention to it, like I'm intentionally carving out the space, I'm making room so I can call in more. Um, so yeah, I only really discovered this whole like decluttering process, like not even that long ago. And I just feel like my manifestations are coming in like 10 times as fast and like, believe what you want, but like your beliefs are what going to shape your reality. Right. So I believe that therefore it's helping me. So decluttering, sorry, declaring and then decluttering. And then thirdly, it's just this piece of you know, repetition, consistency, like it's may not just fall from the sky and come in tomorrow or the next day, or even after that, like you might be listening to this podcast and be like, cool, I'm going to clean out my car. Oh my gosh, my thing isn't here yet. It's this piece of repetition. And like, if it hasn't shown up yet, that's where you have to stay consistent and just be like, okay, maybe I can start to get clearer in what it is I want. Or maybe I can start to clear out more things. Like what steps can you continue to take? And like a mind shift that I actually told a lot of my clients and I love this so much. I told myself this, so I'd be wanting to manifest something and like good things take time. Like some of my manifestations have honestly taken years. Some take like moments. Like it really just depends on how big the thing is, right? And something I always just remind myself and my clients is, Think about if you're buying something online on like your favorite online store, like Princess Polly, for example, you're buying a jacket, you've clicked place order and it's like, okay, it should come tomorrow. Maybe it hasn't come tomorrow or the next day or the day after that. You're most likely not going to go back online and click buy again and like literally take the money out of your account and go through the whole process. You know that it's coming. Like the order was placed. Maybe it was delayed. Who knows? But like, you know, it's out there and it's coming to you. And that is a mind shift that you really need to adopt. So if this is something that you've never done before, like just remind yourself of like that online shopping analogy. And we're training ourselves to believe that it's coming. And if you don't believe it's coming, then it's not going to come right? Like you need to trust. And like, I just always tell myself good things take time. Um, you know, like don't, don't settle and get something half-assed like, Oh, I, I kind of wanted this, but I got this instead. Like, like just have, have better and bolder boundaries and standards. And you'll just be so amazed at like what your manifestations are. And then like how quickly they will eventually come into your life. And then, you know, you'll get into a place where they do start to compound over time. And that's so much for what I what I teach and take my clients through. And it's just like the coolest thing. Like you truly, you know, whether you believe in magic or not, like you truly just start to see this magic around you. But it's mostly just like how powerful you are. It's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I think a really big takeaway from that is definitely like the patience aspect and actually just like starting with where you are. And in terms of that, like what advice would you give to a girl who's wanting to start? Obviously, you have the Start Somewhere podcast. Like what advice would you give to a girl wanting to start something, whether that's, you know, growing an online audience, starting their wellness journey, growing a business, like just when you're first starting, um, what's your biggest piece of advice on that? Get really curious why you want to start the thing because the more you can anchor into your why, like your personal why, not seeing what, you know, you girls are doing or I'm doing online, but like why do you want the thing? Because that is what is going to give you inspiration and motivation. Like we find podcasts like this to get inspired by and, you know, sometimes we're just so desperately looking for motivation, whether that is to, you know, fix our mindset or go to the gym or do anything. But like I always say, 
if it's motivation you're constantly looking for, you're like, you're going to be looking forever. You need to be inspired. And the best person to be inspired by like is yourself. So be really inspired as to why you're doing what you're doing. And like, just really anchor into what that why is, because there's going to be days where you can't be bothered and you're going to, you're going to compare yourself. You're going to judge. You're going to doubt. Like those days are going to come up a lot because it's part of human. Like I get them a lot of the times as well. But if you can just be so anchored into your vision, why you're doing what you're doing, it's just going to create like such a beautiful kind of like natural momentum for you to keep on going. So get really clear, like, why do I want to start this online business? Why do I want to explore more in wellness? Like, why do I want to learn more about manifesting? Like, what is that thing? Yeah, I love that so much. And I love listening to your manifestation process so much as well, because I've actually never really heard of that decluttering before. And I feel like that's actually really cool. And it completely makes sense. You know, you're making space for the things you want to call into your life. So that's awesome. Might have to try that one out. Um, yeah, actually, on I mean, I know that I always talk about decluttering in terms of just clearing up your mental space but I think it's really cool to look at it in that perspective of as actually a manifestation like tool. yeah as part of manifestation same so I just want to say like one thing quickly like in terms of the decluttering like I find so much joy just with decluttering and it wasn't until I really learned this process I'm like oh my god that's why I manifest so quickly because I'm always decluttering so like it definitely helps as you shared Taylor like with the whole mindset piece sorry I just really need to like put that in no. there that's fine. Um, I was just going to say, like, obviously you're talking about like, you know, we're kind of going into building an online business if you want to start doing that and stuff. I want to know, like, what's advice that you would give to somebody that's wanting to start either an online business or just grow an online audience and like build trust with that audience um, and build it up in terms of like their amount of followers and all of that. What's a, yeah, just, a, I guess, a piece of advice that you would give around that? I mean, to begin with, just start posting. But then, you know, we want like a little bit more oomph than that. So I think really getting clear on, I mean, coming back to what I shared before, like your why for posting. And then really just start to find like, what is your personal style? Building a personal brand is the best thing you can ever do. I started building my personal brand for, I want to say like, five years, to be honest, before I even started my business. And then, you know, my business, it really took off in the beginning and it looked like that. But on behind the scenes, I'm like, guys, I've been doing this for like five years. Like this isn't just out of nothing. So start with your personal brand and like be so open to it evolving and changing. Like I think I mentioned before as well, I was so much more into like health and wellness and, you know, talk, promoting more about the gym and my workouts and what I was eating and like all the things. And then, you know, I fell more into mindset work. And then I always knew I wanted to start a business. So I was consuming that type of content and then I fell into manifesting so it's like my personal brand evolves as I grow up you know like I started that when I was 20 and I'm 26 now so it evolves as you grow um so when you're posting just be like it's fun like just find lots of joy in it and take the oh my gosh what's this person going to think of me I didn't get likes like if you can just my biggest advice is just if you can just take all the metrics and the vanity out of that and you're not doing it to get likes and that kind of stuff like if that's what you're focusing on I, I truly believe there's probably like a bit more mindset work to go through and like that being said we all want likes and stuff like that like I'm not saying that's not the thing but that is going to be such a block. Like you're going to be essentially like cock blocking your way to getting to where it is you want to be. If you're fixated on, oh, I shouldn't post this story because yesterday my post only got like X amount of likes and normally gets this, like that's just so unproductive. So just like do your best to like push that literally like out of your life and just focus on like sharing, like what is it you love to do? And just like taking note of your audience, what are they loving to see more of? And, you know, 
it can be so overwhelming. Like I totally get that. And I take a lot of my clients like through the process of going from, you know, your passion to your side hustle, your side hustle to a profit. And it's just, I, my biggest advice is just having fun and just seeing what do you love to share? Like what feels good to you? Because that way you're going to find your flow and you're going to be consistent. And like consistency is the answer to everything. I truly believe because you learn as you go. I love that. And I think that personal brand is honestly everything. Like if you think about something that somebody, sorry, that has a really good personal brand and they come out with essentially any business or anything, like it probably will take off simply because it's them doing it. So, and I think it's cool that you say, you know, you've been building it for years because I think that's really the stage me and Taylor in at the moment is building this personal brand and like putting more effort into our content, all the things. Um, And then in terms of the piece around not getting enough likes, like I've definitely been in that trap of, oh my God, that post didn't do well. Like, why is that not doing well? Or why is it not getting likes or engagement? But then um, something that me and Taylor kind of speak about is that you're not just posting for the people now, you're posting for the people in the future that are going to come back to your account and look through all your posts and like get to know you and they're going to be seeing that content. So it's not just right now, how many likes am I getting? And that's all that's important. Mm. And I think listening to you talk about that whole process, I actually was thinking about how it can be applied to like every single other aspect in life, regardless of what it is that you're trying to do, because, you know, you're talking about the consistency piece, the not just looking at the metrics, like actually enjoying the process. And you can put that into, you know, your um like workout, like starting, starting to work out, starting a wellness journey, like starting anything really, the slow compounding, the consistency and the enjoyment of it. So I absolutely love that. Definitely. Oh God, I feel like it is that, it's that really awesome some like ripple effect and I'm sure like you guys both have witnessed it and I'm sure like the audience as well when you do just start to follow that inkling and and start to do more of that thing that you love you'll just start to see every area of your life eventually transform like it may not be overnight but you're going to start to see you know the connections what you focus on your routines your habits and like you're getting to your higher self which is like the best place to be right so good so good and I think um because I've spoken about this with you a little bit on DM but have you ever struggled with finding your purpose I know you said you're like a multifaceted human you have multiple passions um which we're kind of bonded over a little bit but I think have you ever struggled with finding your particular purpose and any advice you would give in terms of that because I think that sometimes you can look out and be like oh my god there's a whole world out there I don't you know I might have xyz passion but can I make that a job like how mm-hmm. do I find my purpose yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? I feel it's actually, this is kind of controversial and I heard this on a podcast. I'm not sure if I agree with it, but I think it's interesting to bring up. And he said that you don't have to turn your passion or your purpose into your career. Like you don't have to do that. And I think maybe we do put too much pressure on ourselves to find this quote unquote perfect passion or purpose, like whichever one it is. And then be like, okay, now I know what it is. So now I've got to turn it into a business. Like a lot of the times it can be something that is so lighthearted and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to mean more. I think coming back to your question though, Isabel, like in terms of finding what that is, I feel a lot of the times, I'm sure actually I'd be interested to know if you guys are similar, it was part of your purpose just to help people. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I think anything that you're doing that's going to have meaning to it, like I feel like in some way it has to serve someone else because you get to a point where if you're just constantly serving yourself, thinking about yourself, like something just feels like it's missing. So I think yeah. that piece of like, how you're supporting other people in it is really big. Yeah. And I think even making impact, like I'm sure you can relate. You've had a podcast for three years now 
we have only just really started this podcast, but already like when I get messages mm-hmm. about my podcast, even whether it's from friends or people I don't know or people I've connected with over Instagram, like when I get messages, it literally makes me so happy. And it's that having an impact thing and that helping people thing. Mm, and like actually being able to see how like one individual, it's like actually changing something in their lives. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Yeah. I think, I think, so coming back to your question yet again, it's like not making it mean anything about you. So it's it's like your work. So how can you help people more? Like I loved how you shared like the feedback from the podcast, like that just like hits home in such a different way. But I guess if you are trying to figure out what your purpose is, like, like I mentioned before, like a lot of the times it is to help people. Like it's so normal if that's what it is. So then it'd be like, okay, what type of avenue, what type of, you know, like think of it as like you're branding yourself, like what type of topic or theme could that be? Um, You know, how is it you really enjoy spending your free time? Maybe it's something that you don't feel comf- like comfortable to tell people about. Like maybe it's like something that you don't, just don't want to share with people. Maybe that's a part of your passion or purpose taking that messy aligned action just to learn more about it and you know look at people like look up to other women who maybe they're in a position that you want to be in or maybe you just find them really inspiring you just really like their mindset they're an expander for you like whatever it may be and just start to consume that content and just kind of get yourself into that world and like you will learn as you take action you know like listening to podcasts like this uh fantastic resources and you know invest like self-investing and reading books and just having conversations with like aligned people just like you girls like that is all so beneficial and like so like the best thing ever to be honest but what you will learn by taking action is something you can't listen to on a podcast or something you can't read in a book and that's something I've really started to share more about in my world and community because I'm realizing that like some of the biggest like life lessons and shifts I've gone through have just been like the most internal things that I didn't hear from a mentor or from a podcast or from a book. And I wouldn't have learned them if I hadn't gone through like whether it's a shitty thing or a great thing. So I always say as well, like just approach things. Like for example, approach new things. Like it can feel so overwhelming, right? Like you might be listening to this and be like, yeah, I want to do this. Or I think I have this passion or purpose, but you're like, oh my God, where do I start? What do I do? I'm so overwhelmed. Like First of all, it's so normal. Like you are not alone. It's like a part of everything. But like what I tell so many of my clients as well is this, these two things. So firstly, approach it with curiosity. So just ask yourself like why? Like for what purpose? Why do I want this? Or why am I feeling this? Or just keep asking why and then just keep going deeper and deeper. And like coming back to journaling, you know, more times than not, the answer isn't going to be right there. Like, you're not going to say why, oh yeah, this cool. Like it's deep, right? Like maybe it won't come up straight away. Maybe it's a week, maybe it's a couple of days of journaling, who knows, but just start to get really curious. But then secondly is approach it with compassion. So like, don't be hard on yourself. Don't judge yourself. Don't be like, oh, why am I acting like this? Like, this isn't right. I'm better than this. Or, you know, I shouldn't be feeling this way. And you're kind of like pushing yourself down, like approaching it with curiosity and compassion. I feel anyway, like that's always served me. And I feel like for the listeners, like that is what is really going to help you like discover, like what could my passion or purpose be? Like, how can I get clear on that? Mm, I think a really big thing in that is like actually finding the space to just reflect and actually think about where you're at. Because I mean, I guess it's called finding your purpose for a reason because it's not just going to drop into your lap. So -hmm. it's almost like firstly taking the action and going out and doing those things and then actually reflecting on like how that made you feel and like where you can kind of go from them. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I love everything you just said. And I feel like you're such an insightful human, which I love so much. And obviously having worked with clients, I think that that's also another way that you, you know, you're able to share like the things that you share with your clients, which I think is so important and so cool. Um, We might ask you to end on your favorite quote because we've decided that this is our new <laughs> thing for guest episodes. What? Um, Your favorite quote and why? Okay. So my favorite quote is start with the first step, not the entire staircase. And my reason for loving this, I mean, it's very much, it's on brand with my brand start somewhere. It's starting, right? Like it just makes sense. And I think it coming back to the biggest pain point I experienced, and I'm sure you guys have felt and the listeners and I still experience because we're all humans, right? It's overwhelmed. And it's like, oh my gosh, we want to do this thing. And we're like, oh my God, all these steps and all these Instagram people and this and that, like, what the hell do I do first? And it's like, you don't know what step, you might not even know what step three is or step two is, but you know, like deep down, like, like you mentioned, Taylor, like take that space, like drop in, like meditate, like what is that very first thing you can take right now, that first step? right? And then once you take that step, maybe then the second step will come up, but you may not even be able to see what that second step is. So (laughs) all about the steps here, but it's like, you just, you, you might see this staircase and get so overwhelmed to be like, no, this isn't for me. And you're going to quit. And it's just like, no, like use your potential, find your passion, find your purpose. So just asking yourself, what is that first step? And it can be as simple as, you know, a really beautiful like mindset routine or a new habit or, you know, getting more sleep or resting or, you know, having a beautiful conversation with a friend or listening to a podcast. Or maybe it is starting that second Instagram account and going on Pinterest and making the mood board or finding other expanders or like whatever it may be. Like, remember, don't judge it. What's that first step? I love that. And I think it's so, that's so cool to end on too, because I feel like you just gave like 10 things right now that our audience can do. Um, And it's true. Like it it gets to be simple. And even for us starting, like I remember when I first started my Instagram account, I made a vow to myself to post one story every day. And that was my first step. Like Mm -hmm. it was such an easy thing. It was such a simple thing. But now look at me like now I post all the time so regularly, like it just becomes habit. So I think it really like I completely resonate with that quote so, so much. Like you don't need to see the whole staircase and you don't even need to see like what's at the top because the staircase you think you might be going on might not even lead to, you know, where you think you're you're going. But I think when you take a step and you continue to take one, take one step all of the time, um, you'll get somewhere incredible. And I, I love that. And you've been, yeah, you've been such an incredible guest. Yeah. I think you've had so many like incredible takeaways that we like that our listeners can all get from this episode in mm-hmm. terms of really just starting with like, you know, your manifestation, your meditation, like there's so much that you can do right now to just make a small shift in your life. That's going to improve it. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely love everything that we've discussed today. Thank you so Thank much you. for Guys, being our second guest. It's been so much fun. Thank yeah. you so much. And um, we have got our episode over on um Isabel's podcast if you guys want to go listen to that it's a bit of a I guess we recorded that one before this one so this is a bit of a continuation of that oh absolutely I love always connecting with new women in my world so I hang on on Instagram quite a bit my handle is Isabel Prestia and if you are a woman who you want to work for yourself full-time but like you're not doing that yet then most likely my content is something that's really going to resonate with you so just like an absolute snippet of what we shared today um, you can also head to my website which is isabelprestia.com for more deets about 
all my programs and working with myself. But yeah, I love to share so much content on mindset and manifestation and all about attracting more abundance because it's something as women we should all have so much of. Yep. Absolutely incredible. And we'll leave all those details in the show notes as well, if you guys want to go check that out. Um, but otherwise have a great week, everyone. Thank you and for thanks having me. So it's much been so much Isabel. fun.